This is the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Madged. At the risk of disturbing some of the most highly competent male colleagues for whom I have the utmost respect and admiration, there's a rather interesting study that was recently published in the Journal of American Medical Association Internal Medicine within the last one month that has gained some media attention. It suggests that female physicians may be more effective physicians than males. Prior studies have shown that women physicians simply practice differently compared to men. Why is that? Well, we don't quite understand the answer to this essential question. The answer could really help shape the future of how our medical care is received, according to the findings of the study. What the authors report using previous evidence is that female doctors tend to follow medical guidelines more closely. They may provide more preventative care counseling and address the emotional and social aspects of patient health. They may be more effective communicators, and they may even perform better on standardized tests. But so what? Different doesn't necessarily mean better. Until now, there was no solid evidence to determine if this made any difference in the long run. That is, improved patient outcomes, which is what truly matters in the end. Can women really be better doctors than men? Should you speed dial your insurance company in order to change doctors? What does it all mean? Well, being primary care doctors, my husband and I tend to see the same patients in a clinical setting. As disheartening as it may be, I cannot count the number of times, typically when meeting new patients, however, that I get questioned about my background and experience. So where did you go to medical school? How long have you been practicing? Wow, you look so young to be a doctor. It must have been rough having kids as a doctor. How do you balance it all? Meanwhile, my husband rarely gets questioned and never once has he been questioned about how he balances family life with work. Mind you, I have completed 11 years of training, have been practicing for 12, and have three more years of experience than my husband. And if you do the math, you can calculate my age, but please don't. So what happened here? Is there truly a double standard? Well, let's find out what the study shows. Just like any other new research finding, we need to first dissect the details of the study to determine how it pertains to the rest of us. First of all, the study was done in the inpatient setting, not in the outpatient clinics. The researchers studied approximately 1.5 million hospitalized Medicare patients from 2011 to 2014 who were taken care of by general internal medicine physicians, both male and female doctors. They then measured two outcomes that the authors of the study regarded as reflections of success. Number one, 30-day mortality. They looked at how many of these hospitalized patients actually died within 30 days of being hospitalized. And number two, 30-day readmissions. They looked at how many of the patients had to be readmitted after being released from the hospital, suggesting that they may have been discharged too soon or perhaps without proper follow-up instructions or care. Patients cared for by female hospitalists had a small but still statistically significantly lower rate of both measures when compared to male physicians. In fact, according to the study, 32,000 more lives a year could be saved if you were taken care of by female physicians in this same way. 
Surely the power of the study, which is a term that reflects the number of subjects, in this case, 1.5 million hospital visits, makes the study a very interesting one. Compare this to case studies that include only about a handful or less of enrolled patients, and those types of studies have what we call a low power and are deemed to be weaker evidence. But like all studies, there are also a few drawbacks to note when interpreting the results when it comes to your personal medical care. Number one, the study reflects the inpatient care setting only, not outpatient clinics like I've mentioned. Therefore, it's not easy to extrapolate information like this one to your primary care physician, who is likely the physician that you see the most often. Number two, it excludes specialist care. It examined general internist performance only, meaning in the hospital. Number three, it excludes patients less than age 65. Number four, in medicine, Data needs to be corroborated and repeated multiple times before well acceptance into mainstream medicine. But here is what it does suggest. Women are certainly not any less competent than men, in case you had any doubts. Unfortunately, however, women physicians are paid on average of $20,000 less a year than their male counterparts and are less likely to receive promotions within the medical field. According to the authors of the study, throw in our study about better outcomes and those differences in salary and promotions become particularly unconscionable, they state. With the rising cost of healthcare, the cost of saving 32,000 more lives per year cannot even compare to closing the salary gap between male and female physicians. Hence, hiring more women physicians is well worth the cost savings. In my own practice, as a female physician, do I practice medicine close to physician guidelines? Do I practice preventative medicine? And do I believe in the importance of psychosocial aspects of medicine? Well, if you follow my articles or podcasts, and or if you allow the opportunity to get to know me as a physician, then you know the answers to these questions. I have to admit that so does my husband. Am I a better doctor than my husband? No way. We both have our strengths and weaknesses as physicians, and humans for that matter. However, I am definitely as competent and experienced and should really be as equally trusted and respected. My own patients that get to know me do also know this about me. So in conclusion, it's about time that we not only close the gender pay gap in this country across all career fields, but to also finally break away from the gender stereotypes, even in medicine. Your doctor may not fit the typical male, Caucasian, older, eyeglass-wearing profile of the generation's past. And if you judge a book by its cover, unfortunately, you may miss out on a great opportunity to receive perhaps some of the greatest medical care. Share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the House Call Doctors Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest pages. And if you learned anything here today, or you simply enjoy all things medical, you can also listen and subscribe to the House Call Doctor podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. But please note, 
that all content here is really strictly for informational purposes only. This content does not substitute any medical advice, and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of The House Call Doctor. Wishing you a very happy and most importantly, healthy new year.